Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, gives them confidence and creates a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of my podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot um, and I cannot believe we're kind of rolling into episode 15 this week. Um, But we've had some amazing chats, great conversations and I think today's one is going to be another good one. So I'm really lucky today I've been joined by um, Sarah Waisel who, fun enough, I met on Clubhouse. I've met loads of people on Clubhouse, really <laughs> exciting people. Um, Sarah, um, hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you, yes. Thanks for having me. No, you're more than welcome. Um, before we get going, would you like to tell everybody a little bit about you, where you live, where are you based, that type of thing? And obviously we can, for those who are um, having watching this on Zoom, we can see beautiful sunshine in your background, which is lovely. So tell us a little bit about you and where you're based. Yeah, well, I'm based in sunny London today, uh, near Twickenham, and uh, yeah, it's... Right made to the rugby. <laughs> yes, um, and the sun is streaming through my roof light at the moment. Um, I work in our converted garage, which we call the den, uh, so I've got a desk up here, and then the, the girls have got a piano down the other end. Uh, so yeah, that's me, and I am a marketing mentor and coach. And strategist and I just really help people work on their business problems you know with marketing and how they can kind of deal with that overwhelm um, because you know there's so much stuff out there isn't there for people to be well that, that people are hearing you know you should be doing this you should be doing that so it's cutting through the noise and really working out a program that you know works for everybody individually yeah yeah so do you work from home Yes, so this is this is the only place I work. Um, it's quite hot in here today because it has actually been soundproofed, which ah. for the for the for the girls for their piano lessons, and also we do have some disco lights in here as well. So the idea was that we could clear the furniture out, and it's all kind of movable. 
um, so that we can, we do actually have it as a disco room, uh, which makes it really quite warm. Uh, yeah, of course, because if you have yeah. soundproof, you must have it insulated then. Yeah, exactly. So it's great in the winter, but it's actually quite hot in the summer. So, um, ah. yeah, funnily enough, I, I, I tend to wear layers because, you know, when I'm not speaking to somebody on face to face like this, I can just strip this layer off. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it's interesting you, you say that and it's, you know, because if you've always worked from home, what, so in, interestingly then, always working from home, how, what do you feel comfortable wearing when you're at home? Because obviously, I know lots of people have had their whole world flipped from, you know, being office based to literally being able to work from home, obviously due to the restrictions and everything that's happened. But what, you know, and for, for lots of us who have always kind of worked out of home or from home, some of it wasn't such a big change. So what do you tend to, to feel comfortable working? And obviously you mentioned that, you know, you can layer because your, your office can get warm. But what have you tended to wear and what do you wear in your role when you're coaching people and working with um, individuals and businesses? It's a process really. So if I'm, if I'm doing something like this or I'm going live, then I make sure that I've got a little bit of makeup on so I don't scare people. And, um, and I, you know, I wear something sort of comfortable. Um, I don't usually wear jackets or suits or that kind of thing because that's not really me anymore. Um, but the other day uh, I was, uh, I had a coaching client in the evening um, and she just had a shower because she was, you know, she said, I want to go to bed early. And she just had like a little strappy vest top on. And so I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll take my cardigan off, you know, my layer off. And uh, because again, it was a warm evening and we just sat there like that. But I think if it's a first impressions type thing, then I'm normally a little bit more, what's the word? Not, not smart, but a, a, bit, more, a bit more put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's really interesting, because you're so right, that, that first impression is, is so important. You know, I've always said it, it's that first seven seconds of somebody meeting you, mm. they will decide, you know, from, from a business owner point of view, if they want to do business with you. And, and, and what you do in your role as a coach and as a mentor, you know, people need to feel comfortable with you. Whereas if you, that first impression, you know, you, you turned up in a very structured formal suit, yeah. It's a very, you know, depending on the person that you're working with, that can put them off a little bit. So what would you say, and it's really interesting, we always talk about signature styles and things like that. Do you think you tend to have created yourself a little bit of a uniform, whether it be casual or work, but what kind of styling would you say that you have? Or do you know? That's a good other question. Yeah, funny enough, I, I did see a stylist um, probably about 18 months ago because I wanted to find out my colours. I mean, I thought I knew my colours that work for me, uh, but I just wanted to really sort of check. Um, and she sort of said, you know, after filling in various questionnaires, um, my style is, is quite eclectic and quirky. So, you know, I used to have the corporate job. Uh, then I sort of, you know, had children and then I went back to work as a consultant. So it's a little bit more, well, a little bit less professional than the office, but yep. more professional, you know, than, than this. Uh, I was wearing a lot of dresses, you know, and a nice sort of trouser suit type two pieces or whatever. Um, whereas now I'm in, I'm in a whistles t-shirt, 
I've got some harem pants on that I don't know where I got them from. Might have been a market. Yes. And this is this is a glitzy top, uh, well, cardigan, but it's not thick, but it's a layer. And I think that's from Topshop from a few years ago. Um, the other day I, I came downstairs and I was, I was going out to meet a client um, who's a lighting designer. So again, you know, I think yeah. I can be a little bit more quirky. And I had some really... Um, nice soft um, corduroy pale blue flares on really boot cut flares uh, and when I came back from my meeting my 13 year old came home from school and she said oh my god mom I love your outfit <laughs> so that was that was praise indeed uh, so yeah I mean for me I, I'm, I'm just getting more and more comfortable in you know what what I what I like to wear and that reflects me as a person. Yeah, and, and you you have just hit the nail perfectly on the head because whatever we wear is is so important that we love what we wear. And and I always say to people, do you know what? If you're not wearing something, you know, that you feel comfortable in that you love, you will never feel confident because mm -hmm. actually what you're trying to do is in some ways mold into something that you're not. And and like you said, you know, you're a little bit quirky. If we, so, so from my world, we, we kind of say it's a little bit dramatic. So there's little things about you. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are little things about you that have a little bit of difference, whether it be the, the glitter thread that's running through your cardigan or whether it's the style yeah. of trouser that you're wearing or the animal print uh, trainers that you're wearing, something like that. And that's exactly where a dramatic goes. It's a dramatic is very much they don't really want to look like everybody else. They don't want to necessarily stick out like a sore thumb, but they certainly don't want to mold into the background. And it's really interesting because, you know, I'm, I am definitely quirky as well. So I love things that are a little bit different, whether it be a print or whether it be um, a color or, or something like that, or how we put it all together. And it's really interesting because, you know, from my perspective as a personal stylist, our job is to help and inspire and educate and all that kind of thing. But people in their own style personality, our job is not to create a carbon copy of ourselves. Mm. And that's where I think some cases, you know, new clients are always a little bit apprehensive. You know, when we see new clients, you know, we can talk to them and whatever. And they, they do always have that little bit of apprehension as to oh my goodness she's either gonna she's gonna try and make me look like her and actually once you get talking to a stylist it's about you not me it's about you so you know if and and this is where all these conversations that we have with clients a bit like we're having with you it's about understanding the person because if I suddenly put you in a tiered floral dress you know with a pretty sandal it may look stunning there you go look at your face um, for the for the for the, um, for the people that are listening they didn't just see your face it was quite funny um but you're absolutely right so it may look stunning but it's not going to make you feel like you can you know ready to take on the day you're going to be able to talk confidently about what you're doing with your clients or you know whether you're going to the pub or anything like that so it is so important do you think you've always kind of had that tendency then or do you think as you've grow got older in life you know as life's journey has, has come along do you think that you've become more confident to be you yeah definitely i've become more confident to be me but <clears throat> excuse me sorry it's funny that 
when I look back at old photos, I used to work in radio. And uh, so I was, I was, well, I wasn't, I wasn't on radio, but I was selling radio airtime. Yep. Uh, for Capital Radio in London, which at the time was quite a, you know, celebrity sort of, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it was quite a nice, it was a lovely job, you know, there was a lots of jollies and whatever, but obviously you were expected to look the part, look smart, look, you know, really good all the time. So, and when I first started there, uh, it was a bit intimidating because obviously I had some suits and stuff, you know, but I found a really lovely little um, secondhand shop. And at the time, I mean, we're talking 25 years ago now, at the time you didn't have that many sort of designer secondhand shops. Yeah. And I remember finding a gorgeous Paul Costello trouser suit, which I used to wear with a shirt and a tie. Nice. And again, I found these shoes I used to wear with it as well in the uh, in the loft ages ago. And I, I love I love rummaging through old stuff. I never get rid of hardly anything because a lot of what I buy is good quality. Mm-hmm. And having two, yeah, and having two daughters as well, it's nice to kind of pass stuff on to them. And uh, one of the, one of the the eldest came home from uni the other day, and uh, she was saying, "Oh my god, you know when I clear out my wardrobe and and I said, you know, have you got, you know, can you get rid of this for me?" And I always go through it and take the good stuff and keep it for the younger daughter, put it in the loft. And she said to me, "Because I because if you've done that, <laughs> I want to start selling it on on Vinted yeah. and, and Depop." So I've always got sort of stuff that I go back to um, and, I, and, I, and I won't get rid of the size 10 stuff because you never know, some miracle might happen and I might get back into my Armani size 10 suits. And, and you know what? So you've hit kind of, you've said about two things there. So one thing I would say, you said about your daughter that came back from uni and, you know, about her having a clear out and initially you keep the good stuff for your younger daughter but are they the same style personality? And that's the question you have to ask yourself because if they're not, you're gonna, the younger daughter, going back to how we said about you, you like things a bit quirky and everybody has their own personality. If you keep things for that younger daughter, but she's a different personality to your older daughter, she's never gonna feel comfortable. No, and it's always never forced. this is the bag of stuff, you know, and she loves it. You know, the younger one loves going through it. Oh no, not that. That's horrible. No, not having that, not having that. But actually I gave her some of my old jeans. I mean, she's, she's very slim. Um, she's only 13, so she can't quite get into them yet, but she is desperate to get into some of my old clothes that I can't, that I can't fit. And I, and again, when I worked in London, after I, I was in advertising, I did a stint as an interior designer. So that's the sort of creative in me yeah, again. Yeah. And uh, my office where I worked was very close to Vivian Westwood's um, office in Battersea. Yeah. She would have sample sales. Ooh, and so, yeah, so I've got a couple of really nice pieces. And I, I just hate getting rid of really beautiful designer vintage stuff you know so so my youngest is desperate to get into this pair of really gorgeous but very tiny um flared soft denim like a pinstripe denim trouser yeah so then if you don't move stuff through yeah how if you don't move stuff through potentially you're kind of just collating 
items without pushing them through. So how, so for the items that um, are a smaller size, I know yeah. obviously you're, you're, earing, you're earmarking them for your daughters. Um, I think it's really interesting because for, for me as a stylist, if you weren't passing it down and you know, passing it down to your daughters, to keep garments in your wardrobe that are not your size does create well, they're, a not in my wardrobe. they're not Sorry? in my wardrobe. Sorry? They're not in my wardrobe. No, no, but to keep them, they yeah. can create a negative mindset because but for, for, for some ladies, they don't take things out. They keep them in their wardrobe. And actually, by keeping them in the wardrobe, that's the wrong place because, yeah. you know, and because and, we want people to be confident in yeah. the wardrobe when they open it, knowing they can wear everything in it. There's mm -hmm. nothing worse than you opening up your wardrobe and thinking, oh, do you know, I really love those pair of trousers, but I can't get in them. Or yeah. I really love that jacket, but you know what? It's now too tight across my back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's I've done that. I've done the decluttering because, as you say, it, it, it is a negative experience. And yeah. I've got quite a big wardrobe. You know, it's a typical, I've got 80% of the wardrobe. The husband, husband's got the other bit. But they're all clothes that I can wear. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, for me, it's got to be easy as well. And oh, I'm quite organised as well with my clothes. So I've got, you know, sleeveless t-shirts, t-shirts, long sleeve tops, this, that, and the other. So I can just grab things. And I think, and, and, and I hope I've taught the girls that as well to be able to mix and match. Yes, and that's, that's the beauty of like a capsule. Yeah. But, and it's really interesting because once it does, exactly like you said, once it does mix and match, and yes, you are going to have standalone items, you are, but yeah. once it mixes and matches, like you said, it's easy. It's mm. the wardrobe that kind of, you know, you only need 10 pieces, but you can create 25 outfits. It's yeah. that, because if you think about it, and this is where I love to see the similarities. If you go on holiday, when you go on holiday, you go for two weeks, you pack a suitcase that will last you two weeks. And you make sure that the shorts goes with the top, that the dress goes with the jacket, that the shoes match the, the trousers that you're wearing. So what you do actually when you go on holiday, you create a capsule suitcase that's going to yep. work for you for the two weeks. But we don't always do it when we're at home. We just collate and collate and collate and collate until, yep. and this isn't, you know, this isn't everybody because obviously you're a lady that kind of mixes and matches. But some people just collate and collate and collate. And then they kind of go, I can't see the wood for the trees. I don't know what I've got. I mean, I was, I've worked with clients who, you know, maybe 20% of their wardrobe has labels on because they, they bought it, they put it in their wardrobe, but it doesn't go with anything. And then potentially yeah. they don't have the opportunity to take it back or return it and things like that. So you're absolutely right. A wardrobe is about making sure that it works for you, your personality and whatever. So just quickly before we finish, I'd be really interested to know, how do you, do you mix your, what you wear for work and what you kind of do when you're not working? Or do you tend to keep very, like, like almost like a same wardrobe? So you, what you wear for work, yeah. It's, it's, it is quite samey now. Um, and I think when we're in lockdown, you know, everybody went to pot. I did buy some really nice um, pyjamas. They weren't silk, but they were really nice pyjamas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to wear these when I'm on a call. Yeah. I, I didn't. Um, because 
they looked like pajamas, even though they had the nice collar. I just didn't, that just didn't feel right. So for me, I, I have to kind of get in the flow. Yeah. I, I like to be, you know, in the, in the, I don't know, what's the word, set up, you know, in, in your best sort of situation to be productive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it does cross over, you know, and I will wear those same trousers I talked about, the you know, earlier, the flares and various other things, and I'll wear them out to, you know, to other occasions. Yeah. But again, you see, it's still having a wardrobe that works for you. Um, you know, it, it's about making sure it all works together. Do you know what? I love my dog dearly, but he, or honestly, I reckon he just wants to get on the podcast every single yeah. week because he just barks. And like, my doors are all shut and you can still hear him. Well, because, that is a loud bark. Yeah, but he's got, he's a big dog. So he, I think he barks from his belly actually. But yeah, so every, I think everyone who listens to the podcast on a weekly basis always gets to hear George anyway. Absolutely. So get, let me, um, have you got a favorite item that you like wearing? Actually, yeah, it's another, it's a pair of trousers and they're a pinstripe. They've got an elasticated waist, which is a bonus. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and they are from Topshop on Oxford Street, which I went to. Well, that's a plane going over here. I don't know whether you can hear that. Yeah, we've got all the sound effects yeah. today, haven't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I spent about four hours in one shop with the eldest, um, probably about four years ago, actually. I think it was when she was just about to go off to, to uni and she wanted, she wanted a bit of a capsule wardrobe. And we got some really nice pieces from Topshop. Yeah, uh, and as I say, I think this was from there, and the flares, and then these other pair of really nice pinstripe uh, trousers. But they've got the cuff at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, really you know, nice. I mean, and I and I really love them because you can wear them with a. Re I mean, I love my shoes as well. I do have quite a lot of shoes, um, and you can wear them with a shoe uh, and a heel, and they look really nice. So you can dress them down, or you can really dress them up. You know, so they are they're really good. Yeah. And it's really interesting because once you start talking, it's really interesting. You could go on to the whole thing about the joggers trend this season. And, and yeah, oh, I was doing that four years ago. Sorry. So yeah, but you can do it, you know, this season now, it, there's so much going on, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm conscious that we have had a wonderful, wonderful chat. I could talk to you forever, actually. Um, before we, before we wrap up, Sarah, tell everybody if, if they want to come and chat to you about marketing and, and all that type of thing, um, just give us a little bit of, um, point them in the right direction where people can come and find you. I think the best place to go, the easiest place is probably to go to Instagram and uh, it's uh, Sarah Wassell Marketing Mentor. Okay. Uh, or you can go to my website, which is Marketing Matters, and all the links will go back to there. Um, but I've got quite a good link tree on Instagram, and it tells you what I'm doing. Lots and lots of freebies that can help and start you off. And I do offer a free 30-minute clarity call for anybody who just wants to sort of sound me out and you know talk through their ideas, really. So that, that's the best thing to do is to just have a chat. Oh, brilliant. Uh, well, it has been lovely having a chat to you, I have to say. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you to everybody for listening, and I will see you and hear from you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk, and I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.